Hello, this is Coach Tim Campbell, and I'm your host for the Self Made is a Myth, Make a Difference Together show, where we are talking with successful business owners about their stories of the journey to building their business. And because we know that achieving success in business is not something that we can do on our own, we're taking time to recognize the folks who have helped us to excel. I'm excited to have a fellow business owner from Indiana with us today. My guest is a very enthusiastic person, and you will get to see that while we're talking to her. In her downtime, she loves to travel. She loves languages, music, and sports. Um, she is most proud of her beautiful kids, who are uh, great humans, and also her, her being able to help others, especially through the foundation that she's created to help kids in need. It is my pleasure to welcome Alejandra today to the show. Hello, Ali. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you so much, Tim, for inviting me. I'm so excited to be here with you. <laughs> awesome. Well, hey, let's start with having you um, introduce yourself. Tell us a little bit of your personal story, like where you were born, where you live, about your family and your hobbies. Sure. So I am. Um, I was born and raised in Aguascalientes, San Querétaro, Mexico. I am the youngest of seven kids. I have five brothers and one sister. And I'm very lucky to be part of a family of entrepreneurs. My dad is an entrepreneur. My five brothers are entrepreneurs. So I, I, I just grew up lucky to have them as mentors, <laughs> as um, you know, advisors all the time. And as, as like examples, they are successful. And um, well, I worked several years for PricewaterhouseCoopers in Philadelphia and Deloitte and Touch in Mexico. I studied accounting and finances, so I was in the auditors department. And then after that, I um, was working for a German automotive company. And um, they had me for six years. So I worked for them starting in Querétaro, Mexico. And then I moved to South Carolina here in the United States. And then I moved to Germany and Hungary with them, oh, wow. which was very interesting. I did really enjoy that job. And then after that, I uh, moved to Lafayette, Indiana, which I, you know, I, I now call it my adopted home. I've been <laughs> here. Yeah, I've been here now for 13 years. Okay. So in 2009, I moved here. And then one year later, I opened my first business, which is Pink Team Cleaning Services. And um, after I opened that business, uh, I'm trying to think the, how it goes. So I opened in 2011, and then try and remember what, what did I do. Um, um, in 2013, I um, had my daughter, Isabella, and then in 2016, my son, Alexander, which definitely became my most important roles in life mm. and um, I love being a mother of them and I think that it just made me a much better person in everything and I'm more um, willing to do everything for them so um, then after that uh, in 2017 I opened uh, Pink um, team in Indianapolis well not open I actually expanded over there and it's just an hour away, you know, so uh, it was a pretty easy uh, jump to do. Yeah. And that, that same year, I opened Pink Rentals, which is uh, my second business. And um, then after that was in 2017 and 2022, I expanded again or expanded and Pink, uh, Pink Team expanded again to um, to uh, 
Querétaro, Mexico, which is my my hometown. Uh-huh. And then after that, um, uh, 2022, um, Mexico, and then that, and that same year, I opened a foundation, which is to help our orphan kids in, in Mexico. Uh-huh. And then this year, 2023, is a very interesting year. At the beginning of this year, I expanded again in team to um, um, Texas and Georgia. So that's where I am right now. Very cool. Wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is awesome. So um, what is your favorite? Uh, you listed four things that you love to do. Of the four, what's your favorite? Your favorite hobby? My favorite hobby will be, well, I have, you know, like I play piano and sax. Okay. And I run. And I love traveling. I really think that I do pretty much every, like the three, the running and the playing instruments is pretty much an, an everyday thing. I uh-huh. love them all. Yeah. And traveling is like, it's just something that once you do it once, you never stop. I love it. <laughs> right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what's a, a funny story that your family likes to, to tell about you that you'd be willing to share with us today? Well, I, um, this is a story that I, uh, that I think that I love and I, it's not as funny, maybe it's uh, cute and funny. So uh, it's uh, when I was like 10 years old, I, I partnered with my sister, Anna to uh, bake cookies Mm. and we were both um, very young and uh, that was our first um, adventure as entrepreneurs and um, I remember you know we were working day and night crazy hours and uh, we really needed the money for Christmas presents so we worked really really hard and I remember she was super picky you know like I was all about production 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 and she was all about quality (laughs) so she stopped the production uh, like putting the cookies away to give it to my brothers because they were they didn't meet the quality <laughs> that she had. So I was like, no, we need to sell them. No, no, no. We need to give it to my brothers. They don't meet the quality standards. And that was like crazy. But then after that, something very beautiful that happened is that my dad uh, told me, you know what? I phoned clients for you. Like all my clients want to buy, want to buy your cookies. Aww. They said they are really good. So I was super excited about that. You know, so I, we, we were really hard to, to meet his requirements because now 25 more baskets and another 25, <laughs> another 25. So we're working like crazy. And then, uh, you know, it was it was just so beautiful. And um that happened. I continue to do those cookies every year, every Christmas for mm-hmm. several years, probably until I finished high school. Yeah. And my dad continued to come and tell me, you know what, more clients want your cookies, they are buying your cookies and etc. So until now, he has never told me that I believe that nobody ever bought my cookies. It was just <laughs> that, giving them away to his clients, but he pushed that. It was beautiful. And then the other thing is right now, my sister is actually a biochemical engineer in, in, in food industry mm. and she's in quality and she is like she's a super taster <laughs> so now i can see why she was like that back right then. yes you can see. yeah <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> yeah tell us about how the business came about and at what point did you have the confidence that you could run your own business well, it all started, you know, like in 2011, I I thought, well, I want to open a business. And I said, well, just in case uh, it is it is a not successful business or anything, I just want to be able to help. Mm-hmm. And um, and so the first thing I did, I volunteered my time to, to clean um, houses for women with cancer mm-hmm. for free. And... Um, and the first um, worker that I hired was a disabled worker that was deaf. 
and um, and that and I, and I was thinking, well, if nothing happens from this, I did help uh, people with cancer and I helped someone with disabilities, and and then it just you know it just started to grow and and then I started to be profitable. Uh -huh. And then after that, um, I think that the moment that I became more confident is because there was that sorority house that director that called me and hired us. Uh, or me and my two workers that I had back then, or uh -huh. something like that. And I was really thinking about closing back then. And then, and then she, she was very confident, like, you know, I really want your work. So I really want you here. And once that happened, then the next sorority called, and the next, we were referred everywhere. Mm -hmm. And the next thing I knew, another fraternity, another sorority, another, and then a factory. So then we never, I, I, I just never thought about closing, you know, anymore. Yeah. And the, the more beautiful thing of this is that now, 12 years later, uh, Patty is her name. She she continued to be director in different authorities and she continued to broad us everywhere. And still now, now she's in Bloomington and we still clean her sorority now. Oh, wow. So that's nice. Yes. Sorry. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So mm -hmm. tell us a little bit more about the company. What's, um, say the name again and what do you guys do more specifically and how do you help people? Yes. Well, um, I have three different, well, two different companies. One is Pink Rentals. Pink Rentals has around 35 rooms and in between Querétaro, Mexico, uh, Indianapolis, Lafayette and West Lafayette. And the other business is the Pink Team Cleaning Services. That um, is the one that has, uh, is a janitorial cleaning. Now we don't do houses anymore. We continue to clean for free for the houses of women with cancer, uh -huh. but we don't do residential anymore. That is just because we want to continue with that, no? And um, it is it is pretty much it. And, and now I also opened this year the foundation. So it is not a business, but it is, it is actually really like a business sure, because... Yes. <laughs> The idea is to donate and to be able to help the the orphans kids in my in my hometown Querétaro. Yes. Mm -hmm. Tell us a story where um, someone pushed you or inspired you that you could do it, even though maybe you weren't sure if you could, and the impact that that person had on you. Well, that would be my mom. You know, like um, um, I, I think that the most important moment of the business where I really thought I'm closing. I mean, I, it was the advice from everybody that was around me. I, I was pregnant with my second child, Alexander, and I thought that that was it. I don't know why I'm getting sentimental here, but <laughs> that's a weird. Um, I'm, so um, I remember I was pregnant and I was like, well, this is too much work. I already had one child and the business wasn't, I wasn't like that. I feel like now I have more knowledge and so much support, but back yeah. then I was kind of doing it all and uh, so I asked my brothers and everybody which they are extremely good at advising and they told me well maybe it's time to close you know maybe and because they saw me how much I was uh, with the how much and how important it was my role as a mother that's yeah. what they saw mm. and um, so I did my last call I called my mom just to you know to tell her well what do you think because I knew she was going to tell me I think it's time for you to close and yeah. when I called her, that was the last call. And she is like, you keep going. You're strong. You can do it all. Aww. I'm like, really? And <laughs> three things here, I, I, I stopped thinking that I couldn't do it. Mm. So, yeah, I think that's very powerful. Oh, that is so awesome. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yes. And and you thought she was going to be the one that was going to support your decision. And <laughs> yes. yes, because she she 
Did you know she was a mother of seven? Yeah. And she dedicated her entire life to us. So yeah. I never asked her. She's a very serious, you know, and and woman, and and she really doesn't give you advice if you don't ask her. Mm. So I normally I always ask my dad for advice. It's always my dad for the business, for the business yeah. everything. Yeah. And and usually for the heart is my mom. And this time I went for a business to my mom because it was a combination of both. It was hard yeah. with business. Yeah. And I'm very, I'm still very surprised, you know, and I actually <laughs> asked her now and she's like, I don't even remember. Uh, <laughs> and I'm like, what, 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 you said that? <laughs> yes, yes. It's Wonderful. <laughs> Alejandra, <laughs> we know that business success doesn't happen in isolation. So tell us about your biggest challenge during the years and maybe a fellow business owner who helped you to get through that challenge. Um, um, I, I think I have had several challenges and, um, it's, it's been most of the times my dad, you mm -hmm. know, they were that, that I always call for advice. Um, it could be the worst situation of my life, the worst, and, and he will always come with something very optimistic. Mm. You know, oh, it's good that happened right now because now you can do this, this, and that, even if it's the worst thing ever. Yeah. So it, it has been always my dad. I'm trying to think if I uh, if I remember something of um, of that, but um, um, I like what you just said uh, about uh, him him always having the bright side of it. So. Always, he but will never say something wrong. I remember something now. Um, when I was um, pregnant with my daughter, Isabella, I remember thinking for the first time that I was going to close. So the second time was when it was Alexander, but the first time that I thought maybe I should close when it was I was pregnant with Isabella. Uh -huh. So I got a call from a our first factory in town. And and I call my dad, like, and I was like already with my little belly and everything. And <laughs> I call him like, okay, we got this call. And I remember how wonderful, you know, and I went and he was like, oh, perfect, you know, go and everything. And then you can do it and everything. So I went there, we, we gave them the food and then they, they, they told us, okay, we got you. And I, the first call, I mean, I jumped in the phone. Dad, we got the factory. And my dad was like, <laughs> like so I think that, you know, these little moments where I thought maybe I should close and then I got the factor. I said, I, I didn't have to ask anybody, should I close or not? I was like, I'm not closing. This yeah. is perfect. We're yeah. growing. You know? <laughs> yes. So awesome. mm -hmm. yes. I love it. The, the, having the, the, the positive or, you know, that's great because now you can do this, this, and this. So the, um, what I like about that is, you know, asking ourselves the question of what good can come from this. And it turns something from a negative to what's the good in this, right? What's the positive in this? So I love what your dad said to you in that situation in terms of turning, right? Turning everything around to the, what's the positive? Yeah. Yes, definitely. Yes. Having that people around you, um, or at least it has been to me a blessing to have them, you know, all of them, you know, my, my father, my mom, my brothers, my sister are a huge support for me. They are always um, giving me good advices. And there is always someone that uh, will have a, a point of view that, or something that I didn't see that they yeah. see as an opportunity or something. Sure, so yeah. I think I'm, I'm very lucky to have them. Well, I'm going to put you on the spot here a little bit. Um, I'm going to ask you to pick three people in your business owner journey that you're most grateful for them being there 
um, as part of contributing to your business's growth. So who are those three people and how they help you? Um, well, I already said my dad, no? It's always my dad there, the first one, because he just he's just there for anything. And um, second person will be my sister, Anna. My sister, Anna, has been there for me. Is my best friend. Is my is my everything. My cheerleader, my anything. She supports me any way I, 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 she can. <laughs> so it will be here, definitely. And then um, I have a sister-in-law that um, she's been helping me in the finances department since probably three years ago. She used to be my boss when I was working at, in Mexico in, in Deloitte and Touch. And I introduced her to my brother, Ivan. And then they got married. <laughs> she's my sister-in-law, but she used to be my boss and she's very knowledgeable. <laughs> so she continues to help me now. Mm. And I will say that she has um, helped me lately in the finances department tremendously, in my, in my own finances, to see things that I didn't see before, to, to have more vision, towards the future to plan i mean and, and with you know like all these ideas of, of uh, my my best interest sure. so those probably will be the three people i know that my seven brothers my five brothers and uh, that are i don't i'm not mentioning the in between the three will not be happy not <laughs> well there now they just got mentioned so there we covered it all <laughs> exactly yes exactly <laughs> yes mm -hmm. as you think about the next three to five years what are the biggest challenges that you see that you're going to face in getting to the goals that you have for the business and who are the types of people that you're going to need to help solve those challenges well in order to grow uh, more um definitely it's needed the the i think that the difficulty will be to be able to grow organically and so to have a better not to try to grow too fast or mm. exponentially and um i mean i love and i'm ambitious and i love the growth but i think that the best will be or the challenge here is to continue to grow organically. And um, in order to do that, I think that um, I, I need the people that is, you know, positive and good attitude and that, that's willing to continue to change and the challenge and the growth and without feeling out of too much. Well, everybody feels out of their comfort zone with the changes, but, uh, but people that feels like they can continue to, to, to challenge, to, to, go through those changes without feeling uncomfortable, let's say. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. So I think that would be. Wonderful. <laughs> um, last question here. So um, Jim Rohn, great uh, business guru. One of the things he, uh, one of his quotes is that we become the average of the five people that we spend the most time with. So as you think about that quote, what advice would you have for business owners who are trying to do it on their own, who feel like they shouldn't ask for help or can't ask for help and they're just going to do it by themselves. What what advice would you have for them? Yes, well, um, according to my experience, there is there is a big help out there, for example, in the in the Chamber of Commerce or in the, in the different groups that um, sometimes we don't reach out because we are embarrassed, mm -hmm. or at least I was. And I think that it is very important to reach out and, 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 and find help, find mentors, find um, people that is positive and already went through that same path, yeah. um, coaches. 
um, but, but I really think that um, sometimes our embarrassment make us, or at least me, it made me stop from uh, reaching out for help. And, and it is very important to, you know, if you have a dream, just to continue and be there for that dream and stop those battles every time yeah. uh, you think of, maybe I won't be able to do it. No, 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 no. Yes, you will be able to do it. There are challenges. Otherwise, everybody will be doing it. Yes. <laughs> so it is, that is the idea, no? To continue to dream and, and, and keep going and, and surround yourself with that good group of people. And another thing that I found now is that um, the, the, the giving. I believe that um, if I would have not volunteered my time at the beginning to do the the cleaning for the for free for women with cancer and and I didn't really know where I was really heading, you know, like that this the company was going to grow so much, and um, and, and if I would have not done that, maybe Pink Team wouldn't exist right now. Mm. So I think that being kind to others, um, giving, it will always come back to us again. I, I really like what you said about um, we can we can be embarrassed to, to, to ask questions or we, we can almost get into our minds of, well, I'm the only one struggling with this, so I'm not going to ask because everyone else has it figured out. I, uh, that imposter syndrome of, of you know, we, we can get paralyzed by, well, what will people think of me? And my goodness, I'm the only one that's struggling with this. The reality is that we're all struggling with the same things and we're all trying to figure it out, right? And, and businesses, as you said, owning a business is not easy. So, right, it, the more that we can be honest with ourselves about our struggles and ask other people for their experiences and, and you know, the, the, what they've done to overcome some of those struggles, can be a tremendous benefit for, for us personally, um, as well as for our business. So, um, so thank you for sharing that, because I think a lot of people are just afraid of, of being thought badly of or judged because they have a question. Exactly. And when someone else uh, shares their experience, sometimes they save us maybe a year, maybe they save us two years just by telling us I wouldn't do that or I already did that. It was a big mistake. It, I put two years into that and it didn't work. Mm. Oh, wow. You just saved me two years. Right. So it really is worth it to, to, to ask the question, to just, you know, be embarrassed and ask it. You know, that's, <laughs> yeah. yeah. What are you going to lose? You lose more when, when, when you don't ask anything. Yeah. And you mentioned um, giving. So I've not met any um, business owner who wasn't willing to answer a question from a, a new, you know, a new and upcoming business owner, because we've all been there, right? We know what it's like to be starting out and we're more than happy to, to give some advice to other people because we've been there. <laughs> yes. Yes. That is true. Mm -hmm. That is true. You mentioned resources in the community. So, you know, the chamber is an, a great example. I don't, yes, I, people don't realize all of the resources that are there, do they? And actually, for example, once you start growing more, I mean, there are so many um, different associations, for example, the Business Networking International, or right now I'm part of the Entrepreneurs Organization. That's another association that is really nice. It's a, a lot of uh, business owners or entrepreneurs that are that get together and, and we share different experiences and, and help each other uh, with contacts with, and, and I also think networking, yeah. Uh, helps. I am not that good at networking, but I I actually 
think that if I would have been better at networking, maybe I could have gone a little faster in this in this route. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. There's tons of tons of people out there that are willing to lend a hand if we're just brave enough to ask. It is true. Yes, it's true. Mm-hmm. Alejandra, it sounds like you've been blessed with some incredible people um, who have helped uh, you in your journey. If they were all here on the show today, what would you want to say to them? Oh, no, definitely. I wouldn't be able to be where I am if it wasn't for all the help that I have gotten. It it, it definitely um, changed um, from being, I, I don't think no one can really get to where we are alone. We, we need the help. We definitely need the help. And if it's positive people around, it is even, you know, it just, it is, it is what we need. Mm. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much for being on the show. It was an absolute pleasure speaking with you today. No, thank you. Thank you for inviting me, Tim. <laughs> to everyone who tuned in, thanks for listening to the Self-Made is a Myth show with your host, Coach Tim Campbell. Be sure to help Uh, Spread this movement by liking the show and posting about it on your social media. And to join our movement, go to BeMadTogether.com. All right, folks, that's a wrap. Make sure to pay it forward, and we'll see you all next time. Take care.